The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. On May 23rd... I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. Another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. David Lake joined, as always, by Gabby Urrutia. Gabby, portal season is upon us, so we are here to talk about it, provide a little snapshot of where, you know, Miami's interests may lay um, here after the portal's been open for, what, a little more than... 24 hours so we are recording this on tuesday morning again all this stuff is fluid so if news breaks while this podcast has you know already been recorded that is what it is but we want to provide a little snapshot of of maybe where things stand both from a miami departure standpoint and from a talent acquisition standpoint in the portal uh but first gabby i want to just quickly go through the news of miami playing in the pinstripe bowl against Rutgers. So this game of course is played at Yankee stadium, December 28th. I believe it's a two fifteen kickoff game will be televised on ESPN. Miami taking on a big 10 opponent in Rutgers. Rutgers went six and six on the year. And look, Gabby, to me, this is an opportunity to go win a bowl game. It's an opportunity. And, and this is kind of the case for almost all bowls nowadays outside of maybe the playoff, but an opportunity to see the young players and get a snapshot of their developments um and for from a miami standpoint most notably that's going to be the case for quarterback jakari brown who is kind of the last man standing amongst miami's quarterback uh room right now with tyler van dyke going into the portal and emory williams still recovering from his broken arm that he sustained against florida state so it's going to be an opportunity to to see uh, what progress Jakari has made during this redshirt year. I think, you know, look, it, it'll be an opportunity to assess whether, you know, the development, um, you know, is encouraging or if it's simply just not good enough, right? So 
it'll be interesting in that regard. Miami is a four and a half point favorite over Rutgers. And, uh, you know, look, we'll get into them later in the month, Gabby, but Rutgers is a defensive team primarily with, with one of the worst power five offenses in the country. Greg Schiano is their head coach. Of course, he is a mentor to Mario Cristobal. So in that regard, it's somewhat of an interesting matchup. Greg Schiano gave Mario Cristobal his first big break in, in the coaching business. Uh, when Greg Schiano was first taking over at Rutgers his, during his first stint there. So there's definitely history there. There's definitely a friendship there. And um, it'll be an interesting opportunity for Miami to try and win, what, their second bowl game in the past 15 years. So I do think culturally this stuff matters. It, it matters to just going into a long off season with good vibes. So let's get into just kind of the roster turnover, Gabby, um, defections, just kind of take a temperature of where things are at. So of course we know, as we said, Tyler Van Dyke is out. Uh, defensive tackle Leonard Taylor announced he will be entering the NFL draft. So he is out. James Williams and Kent Kitchens haven't announced anything publicly, but um, you know, all indications are that they are moving on to the NFL draft as well. So best of luck to them. Uh, offensive lineman Matt Lee is kind of going back and forth. I think early on there was some optimism that he would return, um, but now I kind of see this trending towards him going to the NFL. I don't know if a final decision has necessarily been made, um, but I I would view him as a guy that probably will move on to the NFL level after a strong season at Miami in 2023. I do think, as we've mentioned here, Akeem Mesador likely comes back. I get some encouraging feedback on Jalen Rivers coming back for another year. I think linebacker Kiko Maui-Noa comes back for another year, but that one, he he himself has gone back and forth as well. I think Jared Harrison Hunt is thinking about it. I think he's trending towards coming back. Um I think Xavier Restrepo has an interesting decision to make in terms of what he wants to do in general, whether that is test the NFL draft, uh, transfer somewhere to go play with Tyler Van Dyke, or even run it back with Miami. So I don't know. I think he's got an interesting decision to make because he finished this year with nearly 1,000 yards. Is he going to be able to do that again at the college level? Is his draft stock now, whatever that draft stock is, is it going to get any higher than it is right now? So I think he's got an interesting decision to make. Uh, from a portal standpoint, I would keep an eye on uh, guys like Brashard Smith and Jacoby George. I think they have decisions to make in terms of whether or not they are about this life. And, and look, I think in general, right, we talk about three receivers now. That wide receiver room is, is interesting. Um you know, in terms of guys coming and going. Uh, I do think it's fair to say, though, even if all three of those guys decide to move on, Miami does have intriguing, talented freshmen like Ray Ray Joseph, uh, and they do have a talented freshman class coming in in terms of guys that are committed. I would also say, to me, Gabby, the portal is full of good receivers, productive receivers, proven receivers, and in my opinion, it's the easiest position to portal. So 
I don't necessarily think it's the biggest deal in the world. I would like to see all those, you know, I would like to see those guys come back and continue to develop and improve at Miami, but they got to do what they feel like is best for them. I think there's other areas to monitor too, Gabby, but let's see how that stuff kind of plays out behind the scenes. This is just modern college football in general, Gabby, with every program. This isn't just a Miami thing with guys being up in the air and portal defections for guys that produced this year. Um, so this is just the new age that coaches have to navigate. And uh, that's kind of all I got, I think, in terms of all that. I don't know if there's anything else you would want to add or, um, you know, what what hits you in terms of where Miami is at from a roster management standpoint with portal season, NFL draft announcement season here upon us. Attention business owners. Have you filed for the employee retention credit? Do the latest IRS releases have you concerned about your filing? Are you seeking clarity on your employee retention tax credit filing? If you've done your employee retention tax credit filing to a third party and have reservations about its accuracy, turn to the experts at Musarino Furdock PLLC. Their team of experienced tax professionals will conduct a, a, a meticulous assessment of your filing ensuring it adheres to all relevant regulations and guidelines. Their rigorous evaluation process will leave no stone unturned, providing you with a comprehensive analysis of your employee retention tax credit submission. There's no hidden fees. They're here to help business owners who may have fallen victim to a third-party scheme. Seek certainty in a complex landscape. Call Musarino Furdock, PLLC, at 561 437 0414 or visit musarinofurdock.com. That's M U C E R I N O F U R D O C K.com. The holiday season is upon us, and Midway Sports is here to take care of all of your sporting good needs. Check out their wide range of selections for all your golf, pickleball, football, basketball, and baseball needs with a variety of top-of-the-line necessities and accessories to help you look and perform your best on the field of play. All of that located just a mile south of the University of Miami campus. Midway Sports is also there for all of your team uniform needs, whether that be your kids' Little League team or your adult softball team. Tell them Gabby Rudia with Through the Smoke sent you, and they will take 30% off the price of, of the cost of your uniform order. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. Uh, you know, just this is the modern day of college football. Uh, you know, I had someone tell me, uh, you know, just around the program that you either got to you either you either embrace it or you're crushed by it. And so I think it's good that Miami has a group of people around the program who are just fully embracing the process, whatever it looks like today. Uh, you have to if you don't really have a choice but to. And I think it's good that Miami has people who are all about this process and are about again, talk about people who are about this life. Miami's about this life, uh, whatever it is that it looks like. And I think really just kind of keying in on some of the priorities just all this time. We're talking about, you know, potential NFL draft departures, uh, the retention process, potential attrition. I think one of the most important things is Miami finding a way to keep Matt Lee and Jalen Rivers. I think that's at the top of the board as far as just what's important, at least on the offensive side of the ball. And so I think what Matt Lee and Jalen Rivers decide to do, I think is going to 
you know, I think those are, I think that's a really, I think those are really big decisions that Miami's kind of waiting on. Uh, you talk about Matt Lee potentially leaning to, uh, you know, the NFL. Uh, Miami would obviously have to figure out who their next center is and Jalen Rivers potentially come back. Uh, that would be huge as far as Miami maintaining that line. This is a line of scrimmage program organization. So I think what those two guys do is going to be, you know, really, really important. And again, Kiko Mauanoa, you talk about he, he's kind of gone gone back and forth. You know, I, I've heard some of the same, but I think that there is some optimism, uh, definite, definitely some optimism, or at least there has been to this point that he uh, will return to school. So we'll see where this continue to kind of goes as these guys get back and, you know, with the back and forth and some of the feedback that maybe they get from either colleges or, you know, agents, whatever the case is. So, and I think everything else, kind of like what you said, I think Miami can navigate, right. Whether that be some attrition at receiver, I think that there's a ton, there are a ton of receivers in the transfer portal, uh, a bunch of them, and I'm sure more will emerge. So I think there'll be plenty of options if Miami does have to go replace a few guys. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a, an interesting next few weeks to see how some of this stuff plays out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's get into the portal, just kind of first 24 hours-ish of it being open and where things are at for Miami and their pursuit of a transfer portal quarterback. So I think, Gabby, it's fair to say Miami, in terms of prototype, what they are maybe emphasizing or what, what their preference would be might be the best way of saying it. I think they would prefer to land a veteran guy, experienced guy with one year of eligibility left to be a bridge to these young quarterbacks that they have on the roster already, allow them to kind of develop one more year in the program before they take over as the starter. But I do think there's also an emphasis um, or, or a preference on whoever they bring in maybe having a little bit of mobility to his game. And I'm not even saying like a dynamic runner, but someone, you know, in a key moment that can go run for a first down when you need that or in the red zone, 
be a rushing touchdown threat. Uh, just kind of be a threat to the defense with your, your legs in some way. And so, Gabby, I, I mean, we can have a discussion here. I think the names to know right now for Miami, I would say Kansas State's Will Howard, Washington State's Cam Ward would be near the top of the list. I think Tulane's Michael Pratt has not entered the portal as far as I know in terms of as we're recording this podcast now, uh, if he did enter, I think he would definitely be a guy that Miami would move, make a big move for. But I think most indications around Pratt's camp is that he will be entering the NFL draft. Uh, but again, if he decided to enter the portal, I think Miami would make a strong move there. I think James Madison's Jordan McLeod is kind of a interesting veteran um you know group of five type of quarterback to keep an eye on and then there's ucla's dante moore who was a five-star freshman at ucla he played a little bit at ucla had definitely had an up and down season there at ucla he's in the portal um so gabby let's just have a conversation about all these guys in general um, and you can take this wherever you want to take it and, uh, let's talk it out. Yeah. I mean, I think it's gonna, it's, I think there's, I think the good thing is that, and really just looking at the entire quarterback transfer market, there seems to be a lot of, uh, options, right? I think that there's a lot of different directions that if you're Miami, uh, you know, you can go if you want to, if you so choose to, you know, maybe cast a wider net. Uh, but I think the most important thing here for Miami is that Miami has to, they have to land one of these guys, right? Like, I don't think you're in a situation where you can afford to not be significant players in this open quarterback market. And, you know, I think I, I, I can find, you know, reasons to love, you know, each one of those names. Like I can find something good to say about your reasons why some of those guys would work out. Like I think Will Howard is, is a really intriguing option just, you know, given his size, you talk about the mobility, right? He's got size. He's, you know, six foot five. What, what is it? Like 230 pounds. He, he's a big dude. Who's won a lot of you know a lot of football games at Kansas State led that team to a a Big Twelve title, uh you know I think in that during that 2022 season I think they won nine games again here uh, in 2023 they have a young quarterback that they're looking to kind of transition to and so Will Howard to me is a really good option as a guy who's you know could potentially do all of the things that Miami would ask him to do uh, Cam Ward is just like the gunslinger right like the 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 high price tag potential guns you know the guy that like you know again i think he's a potential game changing type of arm uh with depth with some mobility who i think would just bring a lot of excitement uh so i think both those guys to me are the, the top two options uh unless a guy like michael pratt emerges which i would personally love um but you know i think i i like where miami's head's at i just think it's about getting it done and i'm i'm i hope that i'm i'm very curious to see what the result of this is and how they kind of navigate through uh playing being high rollers being high players in this quarterback transfer market cuz i don't think since mario cristobal's been here we haven't really seen Miami play this high level quarterback game or, or really win this high level quarterback game, right? Even, even at the high school level, it's been, um, you know, I feel like it's been a lot of, you know, just kind of evals developmental guys. Uh, you know, they haven't played this, you know, we need to go get a dude uh, in the quarterback realm. So very curious to see where it goes. 
Yeah, and, and look, it is important to remember these decisions aren't made in a vacuum. Uh, schools like Ohio State is looking for a transfer quarterback. Sure. USC looking for a transfer quarterback. Um, so the competition is going to be fierce for those guys at the top of the market. And look, it is believed that Ohio State has some interest in Cam Ward. It is believed that USC and Lincoln Riley has interest in Will Howard. Now, Miami has been aggressive uh, with those two guys in particular, and and I have reason to believe that Shannon Dawson has spoken to each one of those guys. Um, so Miami's doing their part, but again, these decisions are not made in a vacuum. And generally speaking, like a school like on Ohio State with Ryan Day, a school like USC with Lincoln Riley, those schools are going to eat first in the quarterback market and things will have a domino effect from there. So we'll see what Miami can do. It's also worth mentioning too that, you know, Dylan Gabriel's in the portal, uh, the Oklahoma quarterback, formerly the UCF quarterback. I think Oregon is kind of viewed as the, the top team to beat there. Uh, USC and Ohio State also might be players for Dylan Gabriel as well. So I kind of view the names we've listed as, as the names to know right now. Again, all this is fluid. Um, and we'll see once those dominoes start to fall, uh, because really none of these big names have jumped in, in terms of like picking a school yet. So once that happens, things will happen fast and, Look, we'll see if Miami can get a quarterback on campus this weekend. I think we'll we'll know a lot, uh, judging by who they're able to get on campus this weekend in terms of an official visit. Um, so, yeah, let's keep an eye on all those names and, uh, quite frankly, hope for the best. In terms of, like, UCLA's Dante Moore, let's, let's talk about him, Gabby. Is it fair to say you think that maybe Moore's camp – might have more interest in Miami than vice versa, considering what we laid out that Miami would prefer to maybe go with an older arm this cycle, not ruling them out because you never know how Definitely. things turn out. But do you think that's fair to say? I think it is right now. Uh, I think going in and we saw the report right on Monday from 20 our Midwest analysts at 24 seven sports. Alan true uh, listed Miami I think amongst four programs, basically that, uh, you know, that he kind of threw into the Dante Moore sweepstakes. And I think a lot, I think those names, you know, I think a lot of that could have been derived from potentially what more would maybe be more interested in. So I think right. that could be more indicative of where Dante Moore's heads at. Maybe Dante Moore would be interested in Miami. He visited, you know, multiple times over the course of the recruiting process. You hear what he's saying that he wants. He wants a good a, a school with a good offensive line. Uh, Miami checks that box. Uh, development, you know, he's young. Miami has a good, uh, you know, offensive coordinator in Shannon Dawson, who has done a good job with quarterbacks in the past. So I could see why Dante Moore would want to, to explore Miami as an option. But I think when we're considering where Miami is at in the in the process of finding quarterback right now, again, understanding that it's fluid and it can change down the line uh, if things maybe don't go this way or don't work out as well. Um, I think it's just fair to say right now that Miami is more interested in finding more of that bridge type of quarterback, uh, the veteran experienced guy that could, you know, almost 
not obviously not certainly, but gives you a, a better chance of of delivering some of those results that are so necessary in 2024 as we look on as we look to the on-field product kind of really starting to take that next step. I think Miami's fine looking for a quarterback who could, you know, be that one year kind of stopgap, do what they do what he needs to do to help elevate the program and then, you know, see what that quarterback room looks like in 2025 with some of those guys just continuing to develop and take some of those next steps in in their career. So that that's my kind of feel on the Dante Moore situation right now. Uh he's an obviously he's obviously a supremely talented player who went to UCLA and had to play a lot as a true freshman, which isn't easy. Um, had and kind of went through his lumps, but there's no doubt that there's a ton of talent there. Yeah, and James Madison's Jordan McLeod's kind of an interesting option to keep warm, I guess, as you're trying to get these other guys. Um, I think I personally would view him as a guy. Look, he started his career at USF. He he he's played a lot of football. I think he's what class of 2018. Yeah, Uh, and of course he you know the COVID year. He gets an extra year because of that. I don't think he played anywhere in 2022. I don't know why, honestly, that was the case, but that's why he now has another year of eligibility. But he had his best season of his career at James Madison uh, this year. James Madison, of course, went 11-1. and They were arguably the best group of five program in the country, but they were unable to you know, compete for a New Year's Six Bowl because they're just now making the leap to the FBS level. Anyways, he was very productive this year. He was one of, I think, three or four quarterbacks this year, Gabby, that threw for at least 3,400 yards and ran for at least 300 yards. So he produced, I kind of view him as like, a, I mean, he's a guy that's kind of on the smaller side, like 5'11", 6'-ish. 195 to 200 ish type of guy. You know, I think, I do think he's like a system quarterback, but he does bring some mobility to the position, which I like. Um, and he did a nice job just kind of distributing the football for James Madison this year. So started at USF, uh, went to Arizona for one year, didn't work out there for whatever reason. I don't know why. And then ended up here at James Madison. So, uh, and he, of course, is from he's from the state of Florida, from Tampa. I believe he's brothers with Ray Ray McLeod, the former Clemson receiver, who's now in the NFL somewhere. I don't remember where. Last I last I remember, he was on the Steelers. I don't know if he's still there. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's move on to other names to know in the portal, Gabby. Because while our focus is on quarterback, certainly, uh, I think you could make the argument. I don't know if they will, but you could make the argument. Miami could, it would make sense for Miami to land a position, a a player at every position in the portal. But I've asked you to list for this podcast five names to know from the first day of the portal opening from a Miami standpoint. So the floor is yours. Let's just go through it one by one. Yeah. Who would you, who would you want to talk about first? Money can be the root of all evil when you don't understand it. A couple of bad decisions shouldn't continue to affect us years later, and the path to recovery shouldn't be as painful as the regret. Everyone at some point needs help with their financial situation, and Pride Financial can lend that helping hand. Pride Financial offers a patient and judgment-free environment and will provide you with the knowledge and power you need to realize your dreams. Once they identify your goals, 
they will guide you to the finish line, holding your hand every step of the way. Repairing and building credit is only the first step. They'll educate you on a variety of banking and financial institutions, what resources they offer, and how to maximize funding for your financial needs. Gain access to a vast network of realtors and licensed dealers to receive outstanding deals on prime real estate and the newest vehicles to fit your lifestyle. They even offer education and services to assist those more involved on the business side of things. Text 305-393-7698 or email globalchoice underscore consulting at yahoo.com to book a free consultation with Pride Financial. And let's take pride in our finances. Are you a business owner or manager in need of seasonal or temporary staff? Let the folks at LT Pro Enterprises assist. The folks at LT Pro Enterprises can help you find laborers for your business in the state of Florida with an expanding footprint to other states as well. Reach out to Lionel Torres at Torres Lionel one, the number one at gmail.com. LT Pro Enterprises your source for all of your staffing and labor needs. Yeah, I, I want the first place I want to go is NC State graduate transfer defensive tackle CJ Clark, uh, former top 247 prospect out of the class of 2019, uh, started 29 games for the Wolf Pack, uh, 23 games for the Wolf Pack uh, over the course of five years. And Tony, you know, that 335 defense kind of played the nose for them. Uh, I think he had his best year, uh, you know, this past season. Uh, you know, he had over the last, I mean, he played 451 snaps this fall over the past two seasons. He's had seven and a half tackles for loss and four sacks, a six foot three, 305 pounds. I think he kind of checks off a lot of those boxes that uh, mine is looking for at defensive tackle. We talked about quarterback being obviously the most important position in sports, but uh, when it comes to Miami and that defense, I think it would, it would be tough to argue that there's a that there's a bigger position of need than defensive tackle. And I think CJ Clark is a name that's, that's definitely emerging as a, as a top Miami defensive target. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those guys that's, that's on campus this weekend that gets down here for an official visit this weekend, just because, you know, I, I know that Miami has a, a bunch of legitimate interest in here and I am starting to hear some buzz that he's one of those names expected in over the weekend. So uh, I think he's a, definitely a veteran guy. Uh, he's kind of battled through some injury stuff from what I understand, just kind of checking in on the NC State side. He's kind of battled through some lower extremity stuff over the course of his career. I think he's torn an ACL, maybe had some hip issues, but he was perfectly healthy uh, in 2023. And if he can maintain that, I think he's he's exactly what Miami's kind of looking for, uh, you know, at defensive tackle. Yeah, bigger body type. We've talked about how they probably would benefit from landing three maybe even four defensive tackles in the portal this year. He would be a nice addition um, in terms of a bigger body that can help you stop the run. Who else would you want to highlight? Yeah, the next one I would like to highlight is Louisiana Tech transfer wide receiver Cyrus Allen. 
uh, uh, six foot, 170, 170 pounder, 177 pounder out of the, out of the New Orleans area. Uh, Louisiana tech is obviously a school that Miami's tried to kind of get into the portal. I mean, last year they tried to get that defensive tackle Kiwi Rose out of, uh, Louisiana tech, uh, Cyrus Allen's a guy that they've already offered. We talk about potentially needing to replace wide receivers or, you know, just continue to add to the wide receiver room, uh, over the past two seasons, uh, Allen has totaled 68 catches for over nearly 1300 yards and eight touchdowns. And as a freshman, uh, he was second nationally uh, with an average of 22.7 yards per catch. He had 500 receiving yards that season. So a guy that, again, I think can come in and potentially add some more juice to Miami's wide receiver room. Again, the Hurricanes have already offered South Carolina's offered Baylor's offered uh, Vanderbilt's offered Wisconsin's offered. So he has already generated some, you know, mid power five interest and Miami's absolutely a school that I, I think he would be interested in. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, Cyrus Allen is definitely a name to know here early in the transfer portal. The thing I, I like about him is he, he seems to have some suddenness and an ability to make plays in the deep passing game. So this year, he caught 10 of 23 deep ball targets, which is a pretty high percentage on deep shots. Uh, generated, you know, 327 yards and three touchdowns on those receptions. He also, uh, on those deep shots, made seven of 11 contested catch targets. So he has suddenness and speed, and he also has ball skills when he needs to use those at times. Uh, at the group of five level, different doing it at the power five level, but it is encouraging what he's done these first two years at Louisiana Tech. Who else would you highlight? Yeah, we talk just kind of keeping it on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we talked about potentially, you know, we talked about that Matt Lee decision, right? Whether he's going to stay, whether he's going to go. Uh, Miami may have offered a potential replacement if he does, if he is in fact leaning towards going to the NFL. Uh, on Monday evening, they offered Jabari Brooks. Uh, six foot three, three hundred and thirty-five pounds, interior offensive lineman out of uh, FCS Stan- uh, Samford. Uh, so he's he's a thirty-one game starter for those guys at both center and left guard. He was an all-conference selection here in the twenty twenty-three season. Was on a on a twenty twenty-two Samford team that won the SoCon and advanced in the FCS playoffs uh, with a win over Southeastern Louisiana. Uh, I think he's a he's a good pass. Uh, I think he's a better pass blocker than he is a run blocker. Uh, over the past three seasons, uh, he has an eighty-two point four pass blocking grade. That's in twenty twenty-one, a seventy-eight point three pass blocking grade in twenty twenty-two. That was primarily at center, and then uh, this past season in twenty twenty-three, he had an eighty-three point two pass blocking grade, and that's with four starts at center and the rest at left guard. So. Uh, I think Javion Brooks uh, and then just kind of asking around, right? I think he's someone that Miami just views as uh, as just a dude, like just someone that absolutely fits what they want to do. And the only other offer, at least last I checked uh, as of right now, as we're recording this podcast was UAB. So this is not a guy that's totally blown up yet. Uh, This is a guy that I think they went deep into the dungeon and evaluated and found and are and, and, and that they offered a scholarship to. So I think that he's a very intriguing, uh, you know, potential Matt Lee replacement. If that's the decision that he makes, if not, he absolutely has some more, uh, you know, again, interior. I think they view him just generally as an interior offensive lineman who could potentially play one of those guard spots as well. Yeah. This year they played against Auburn and he allowed one pressure, zero sacks. 
last year they played against Georgia. He allowed two pressures and zero sacks in that game. He didn't necessarily grade out well against Georgia, um, but the results of not allowing a sack against a talented 2022 Georgia defense is noteworthy in my opinion. So, and in general, Gabby, like where I'm at is just trust these evals on the offensive line with this coaching staff. So uh, he is an interesting offer on day one of the portal. Who else would you want to highlight here? Yeah, I think uh, just kind of, we're going to go back to the defensive side for these last two names. Uh, Savion Riley, who, uh, you know, we reported yesterday, uh, got a call from Miami early Monday morning. And I think they're in the process of wanting to set up a visit. I think that's still in I think that's still in the works. I don't think that that's totally locked in. It sounds like Riley is is, is ready to make that trip. Uh, you know, I think Miami's just going through the evaluation process there. But I think if that visit does go through, I think that he could be a potential name to fill or, or just a, a potential safety addition uh, out of Vanderbilt. Uh, so I think Savion Riley's absolutely a name to know. Uh, he's three years of three years of eligibility left after redshirting during the 2022 season. A six foot two, 202 pounder out of Georgia. Uh, he finished uh, fifth on the team with 48 tackles, and he missed four games. And just checking in, uh, talking with some people who who know Riley well and that have seen a, have seen a lot of him. Uh, they called him the maybe the best tackler on Vanderbilt's team last year, just pure tackler, the most skilled natural tackler. Uh, so I think that that's obviously important when you're looking at the safety position, but he is still young, and I think he's still someone that's kind of growing and still learning the position uh, as far as just, you know, reading the defense, uh, you know, reading offenses, you know, going through checks, uh, playing with maybe that urgency that it takes as a safety. And I think that'll come with time. But I think, he again, he's a young guy with some flexibility as far as years, who I think, uh, you know, again, Miami's definitely uh, excited about and interested in. So uh, Savion Riley is, is, is a name that I think Miami fans need to become familiar with. He's also close with J- Jadis Richard, who some of you may remember transferred from Vanderbilt a year ago. And he's also from the same area as Jaden Harris, who's, of course, one of Miami's safeties on the roster now. And so I think Miami would be a good fit if, again, that visit does uh, clear and, and go through. All right. And the last guy you would highlight from day one of Miami's portal action would be Xavier McLeod, the big six foot five, 284 pound defensive lineman at South Carolina. Uh, kind of a, a situation where, and for those that have been really in tune to Miami's recruiting over the past few seasons, they really liked Xavier McLeod. Uh, last recruiting cycle, they brought him in early November last year. Uh, to you know for an unofficial visit while he was committed to the Gamecocks so Miami coveted him greatly a year ago I mean, again six foot five 284 pounds uh, at that defensive tackle spot that's exactly what they're looking for he has four years of eligibility because he basically forced a red shirt uh, onto South Carolina this year which is a part of why that breakup happened after he appeared in that Florida game uh, in week seven he kind of said I'm I'm kind of shutting it down I want to maintain the year and that forced, you know, of course, some things to kind of move. And it resulted in him no longer being with the football program. So, uh, you know, again, I think he's a big body type who has spent uh, essentially a year in a college strength and conditioning program who uh, again checks all those boxes as far as what Miami is looking to add as far as size. And, you know, just trade in messages with Xavier McLeod. It does sound like he's had contact with Miami uh, at some point here over the over the last two days. So I, I would expect Miami to be very interested in in Xavier McLeod as a as a long-term defensive tackle option. 
big talented guy would be a, a very nice addition to Miami's defensive line room uh, in moving forward. So we'll get out of here on that. Just wanted to make this one kind of short and sweet, give a snapshot on where things are at with the portal. Uh, we'll have more podcasts here coming up. Uh, passing along what you need to know in talent acquisition season here. want to highlight too, 24-7 Network has a 60% off annual subscription sale going on now with the portal opening. That gets you an annual sub for 43 bucks. So if you want to follow this portal season madness, take advantage of that deal right now. Appreciate everyone who already does subscribe to Inside the U. And appreciate all our listeners here on the podcast as well. Till next time, take care.